my god, the garland is saying. <laughs> or is this just our new character, Tagley? Tagley, what do you think about Guardians it, 3? It's the mouth oh, and the gnomes yeah. are the eyes. Welcome back to the break room, everybody. It's the Daily Nerdy News Show. Uh, it gives you everything you need to know. Live from New Rockstar's actual studios, our real break room here, uh, where we've got some fun festive decorations. We might come back to that. There, there, there's some details behind those later. Uh, but coming up on today's show, uh, Avatar Way of the Water is good. What? Um, why is Gamora? Mm. And uh, Bad Batch Season 2, first look. Also a little bit of news about the Flash movie and some other things. With me to discuss those topics and more, we've got Brandon Barrick, Jessica Clemens, Tommy Bechtold, myself, Zach Cuddleston. We're all thrilled to be here today. <laughs> We hope you're uh, excited to be here with us. I'm excited. You know I'm what? Excited. I can't help but feel it. There's a there's a little bit of a a, a special feeling in the air. Oh. Bells are jingling just a little bit more on cue. People are smiling in a way that says we might be on something. <laughs> and when you go to the mall, every single store has a message: consume, obey. Oh. Obey. They live. Um, it's Christmas. They live time. Yes. It's always time for they live. Hey, uh, let's hop into some headlines. Uh, we're not going to have that graphic. That's okay. <laughs> I'm um, give them a second. No, 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 no. It's okay. Um, uh, there. It, oh, there oh. it is. Never mind. Never doubt, Producer John. Um, Avatar The Way of the Water reviews have started to trickle on the internet. I believe trickle. that is trickle. Yeah. Pun intended. You started to splash all over the internet. Um, oh, I believe that no. film is coming out... 16th. 16th. A week from this Friday, yeah. or this weekend, right? Yep. Um, and so the embargo's been lifted, and people that have had a chance to see it are starting to talk about it online. Uh, and the reviews are, so far, incredibly positive. Um, you know, we thought it would be fun to play a little game with some okay. of these reviews. Yes. Okay. Okay? I'm going to read a quote, and we're going to guess, is this a review for Avatar Way of the Water? Or is it reviews of Avatar-themed porn on oh, Reddit? Oh, good. Okay, because I'm actually a pretty big aficionado on one of these guys. <laughs> okay, and we'll leave that up to the viewers' That's imagination. Not um, this is, it's too early in the show for this behavior. Well, uh, hey, it's a headline. Um, here, here's the first quote. The film is visually breathtaking, <laughs> visceral, and incredibly engrossing. The story, the spectacle, the spirituality, the beauty. This is movie making and storytelling at its absolute finest. Oh, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's from uh, that's from Have a Hard, the spray <laughs> of water. Jeez, I think Louise. it's from. Oh no, I almost said Avatar. It's a review from the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a review from the movie. That's I think it's porn. Mm. I think that one is legit. Actually, yeah. I don't have the answers to these. Producer John does. That's real. That's okay, real. great. Okay. Uh, next, oh, next quote. Hot. Oh, that's a review of the set on Avatar. The Was it warm? A lot of lights? Yeah, a lot of lights. Yeah, they light. shot it down in New Zealand. No, that's the porn, there. right, John? That was porn. Yes. Okay, that was the porn. Okay, I don't uh, like next this quote. Game. James Cameron once again shows filmmakers how it's done. <laughs> I've said it a thousand times. Never doubt it. <laughs> porn. No, that's Avatar. Right? Yeah, that's 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 Though I, I could see a world where eventually he's like, I don't like people making these. Without me, yeah, I'm taking over the porn. It's like his quote, well. where he's oh. like, "I'm sure the movie won't bomb because if I like the movie, then people will yeah, like yeah. the movie." Yes, like, oh, yeah, that was like, that just came out today. He's like, "I know other people will <laughs> like this movie." Uh, Only the James- I can show them banging those whales. <laughs> okay, that that was a real one. Uh, here's another one. Why is the picture just shaking? I think it's supposed to be one of those 3D perspective <laughs> pictures. <laughs> 
I don't get why we're, the picture's shaking. Someone what? bootlegged it, maybe? <laughs> That's gotta be the porn, right? Yeah, I John, so. is that the porn? Okay, oh that is gosh. the porn. That is the porn She's review. Uh, Avatar: The Way of Water. L O L. Imagine being dumb enough to bet against James Cameron, or teen alien Sigourney Weaver, or giant whales subtitled in papyrus. Mm. Light years better than the first, and easily one of the best theatrical experiences in ages. Streaming found dead in a ditch. I was uh, not exactly champing at the bit for an Avatar two, even if James Cameron plus wet. Tends to work out pretty well. Louise. Now I can't wait to see Avatar three. That's basically all I wanted out of this, and it delivered in a big way. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, whoever wrote that should be behind bars. <laughs> John, is that your personal review of the film? Oh, that's from producer John himself. I do wonder if James Cameron was at this screening, just like eyeing everyone down and yeah. watching them. Or maybe it was like a saw esque scenario where you put on once you put on the glasses, like they wouldn't come they off. They fused to your head yeah, yeah. until Unless you tweeted you out positively yeah, yeah. Like, about need the film. to see ten thousand words positive about this movie before these glasses, <laughs> and, and, or they'll explode. And, and before we get to the last one, again for context, anytime this uh, often the early reviews on Twitter are going to be overwhelmingly positive. right. Sure, sure. There's people that got to see the movie early. Um, they also can't really. They can't get into details. So yeah. it's much easier to be effusive in praise and be like, it's bad, but I don't want to tell you why. Yes. And, and they're limited in, the, in their words and things like that. So yeah. uh, often they're positive. But it is, these are pretty overwhelming. And some people are, are heaping some pretty big praise on this film. Uh, finally, does anyone else find this weirdly unsettling? <laughs> I mean, that could be both. That could, could I'm be gonna, both. I'm actually going to say earnestly, that is the, the way of water. It could be both. I'm going to go porn. John? Ah, that was the point. That was the point. Do you, do you, do each of you think this movie will make over a billion dollars yes. like its predecessor? I do. Well, do you think it, to, he does it again. For, for context, Wakanda Forever has already made seven hundred million worldwide, mm -hmm. I believe, mm -hmm. or, or is well on its way to eight hundred. So, like, you know, this movie would need to do better than Wakanda Forever, significantly better. But you know, maybe. I don't know. I think maybe. the Navi are a global brand. You know, I think Avatar is a global brand, much like Transformers. I, yeah, I think this movie cruises past the billion dollars. Oh, okay. okay. We'll see. I mean, some people have pointed out, like, it's uh, many years later since the, 15 yeah. years later since the first yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, uh, and movie ticket prices are a little higher, so that will sure. bump it a little bit. Also the inflation that, will bump it a little uh, bit. Uh, Avatar Land in Disney is, right. is five years old now. So we have five years of kids going to Disney World and seeing that world and only having that one piece of property <laughs> to reference it. So now they have another movie. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, a big part of me as a kid went to Disney World and wanted to see all of the things yeah. that, 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 that the, the rides Who is this on. Mr. Toad, and yeah. how can I consume his content? <laughs> I need to get on his wild ride. <laughs> okay, and, and we're, we're excited for that film. We're going to be seeing it. Uh, I'm a little concerned about that three-hour-plus runtime. Yeah, yeah. And will, all that water. I'm going to have to pee. So much water. Well, we are going to deliver to you, as soon as we've seen it here at the break room, yeah. we will tell you the best bathroom break yeah. scenes, okay? Yeah. We will deliver the definitive guide on when you can go to the bathroom. And break. never forget the Bechtold method. Buy about 100 feet of garden hose and run a thing out the fire exit. <laughs> hey, excuse me? Huh? <laughs> Make sure you say uh, That's the Bechtel test. That's the Bechtold <laughs> oh test. Gosh. Can you piss uh, in a theater through a garden uh, hose? <laughs> Don't demonetize us. <laughs> it's too late. On to other headlines. Um, the Flash movie release date has been moved up one week. Uh, the movie is now going to be released on June 16th, 2023, Ooh. next year. Um, it was said to be released on the 23rd. 
Um, but they're kind of getting it out of the way of Indiana Jones 5, which yeah. is coming out the following week, they June, got June 30th. They got scared by yes. ah. and, and, you know, Jones 5. Studios often do this. They basically want like Flash to be the biggest movie at theaters for two weeks now instead yeah. of just one week. You right? want to be able to put on the, the, the TV spot. The number one movie in America is still The Flash. For I think like the 10 next. Days I think even movie. after Indiana Jones come out, they'll still say the number one speed force. Yes, space yes, movie yes. In <laughs> yes. The, the, the number one metahuman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and hey, we, we like them being spaced out because it gives us more it, stuff to talk about. Exactly, and and you know we've said before the by all accounts the reviews the test screenings of the Flash movie. I know it's a cliche now in the comic book world news. <laughs> It does appear to be testing very well, as evidenced by they're willing to, you know, kind of wade through controversial waters to even get the movie put out. Yes. So yeah. it's a pretty good sign that that movie's going to be uh, a hit for DC. And we hope it's great. Yeah. We're, we're rooting for it. Um, a trailer for the second season of The Bad Batch was released today. Uh, a little two-minute uh, teaser for what's coming on Disney+. Plus. The series will begin streaming on January 4th. 2023. Pretty soon. Yeah. Less than a month away. So for you've Bad got, Bad you've got time two. to watch season one if you're one of those haters that doesn't watch the animated <laughs> stuff. I mean, I, <laughs> I've, been, so. I've been guilty of that myself. I've been guilty of ignoring the Clone Wars, turning my back Rebels. on Rebels, uh, ignoring Resistance, even existence. So for Bad Batch, at least, if you want to limit yourself to that, you only have one season that you That's have to right. catch up mm-hmm. on before no this comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that season's on Disney Plus, which we know you all subscribe to. Because mm-hmm. uh, why wouldn't you at this point? <laughs> um, well, one of you has hacked into mine because every time I turn it on, it's in French and Chinese subtitles. So whoever did that, Mazel Tov. Could, could this be an inside job? Is this somebody yeah. in your family who speaks French and Chinese? Uh, maybe I don't know. We're pretty smart in the Bechtold family. I'm, mm. you know. You came up with that whole garden hose thing. That's it's true. Really genius. And, and I'd love to say it was me who came up with that method, but that was Grandpappy Beck told. He had a garden hose himself, if you know what I mean. Anyway, <laughs> no. back to the show. Okay, so real quick, we want to plug uh, this week. Uh, you know, you see our lovely decorations. We're celebrating the holidays this week. Friday, on Friday's episode of The Break Room, we're going to have our, our first annual Break Room Holiday Party. Yes, that's right. Uh, the show will be celebrating during it, and those celebrations will be brought to you by our good friends at Iconic Cocktails. Mm. You go grab uh, one of their wonderful products oh, right maybe. here. Iconic Cocktails makes these uh, fancy cocktail mixers, like this bitter orange tonic that we're going to be using to make a, a delicious batch cocktail on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we have posted um, some recipes, I think, in the description of this video. Um, you can follow along. If you've already ordered some iconic cocktail mixers, you can make the exact same drinks we make yes. uh, on, on Friday and drink along with us. Tommy will be doing his best uh, bartending work. Shake, shake, shake. Pour, pour, pour. Strain, strain, strain. Stir, stir, stir. Kick the drunk out of the bar. <laughs> Kick the drunk out of the bar. Slide your phone number to the pretty girl. <laughs> Take the phone number from the ugly girl. Rip it up. Oh, Throw it in the trash. On. Tape it together when you're feeling sad. Call her up. Start a relationship. Shake, shake, shake. Pour, pour, pour. Repeat the process till you die. That's a bartender's life. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll be making uh, two different cocktails on Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Iconic Cocktails, I owe you one on that. No, 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 I think uh, they're, they're thrilled with that. Um, uh, we'll be making Quantum Manhattan, uh, a Manhattan cocktail inspired by Quantumania, and with um, their cranberry thyme uh, syrup from mm. Iconic Cocktails. And we'll be making a um, Nowhere to Go, a mocktail, which is the nice thing about Iconic Cocktails. 
Uh, these things you can mix with non-alcoholic beverages. Do it all the time. Coffee, yeah. their vanilla mixer. I put it with my coffee. I know I'm sounding like a broken record here. Two little spoonfuls takes your coffee from ironic to iconic. Ooh. Ooh. What a nice way to put it. And yeah, the, the road to nowhere, uh, or nowhere to go, I apologize, will be um, a mocktail based in, on tea. And they're bitter orange tonic, so it's a nice thing for folks that don't feel like drinking or if you want to mix and match. Mm -hmm. I always say, a good night of drinking. Maybe this is good advice. If you have some holiday parties to attend and, and you're of drinking age, um, go back and forth. Have an alcoholic beverage, but in between each alcoholic beverage, have a non-alcoholic yep, beverage. Yeah, you know, we call that the water, the water system, yeah. where I'm from. You know, you, water, you drink one water to every drink, and suddenly you find yourself not regretting everything you did the night before. <laughs> yes, uh, I do. I do spicy margarita. Chocolate milkshake, spicy margarita, yes. chocolate do. milkshake. Yeah, it's great. But, you, but you do novelty sizes of both. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you have like a giant margarita glass and like a just a pitcher of milkshake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I ordered a pitcher of Red Bull and vodkas from a bar once, and they gave it to me. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, hey, get order order that. The other great thing about iconic cocktails, this makes a great um, a great gift, right? Mm -hmm. It's the holiday gift giving season. Maybe you have a friend in your life that likes uh, cocktails. Uh, maybe you sometimes go out to bars with them and they order fancy drinks. But this is nice. They can make those fancy drinks at home. Uh, they've got some great like uh, combo kit, like kind of gift gift sets and stuff like that. Head to iconiccocktail.com. Mm -hmm. Use our promo code. It's on screen right now. New rock stars. You get 20% off your order. Um, again, that's IconicCocktail.com. They've got recipes, all kinds of great information uh, to help you be a bartender on the order of Tommy Bechtold, yes. minus the necessary failed relationship. And also, you said it before, but just a reminder, you can get our recipes in the description yes, of this right. video. Don't be like me and try and wing it. You know what? One of the reasons I've worked at so many bars is because in my early days, you'd ask me for a drink, I'd serve whatever I thought it was. <laughs> Then I read the bartender's Bible, and much like people who read the real Bible, I had a real come-to-Jesus moment. Mm. But my Jesus was a man named Jameson. <laughs> All right. mm. Anyway, moving on. Moving How on. do those Guardians meet up with Gamora? Well, That's a great these question. I from Tommy I in between. <laughs> the sadness in between the, the joy. I need it. Uh, that's a great question, Tommy. Uh, one thing we want to talk about today is we keep dissecting this Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer. Uh, one of the things we haven't really discussed much is our, our good green gal. Gamora, Ooh, right? Good, good, uh, gal, Gamora. Jolly Green Gal. The Poor Jolly, dude. the Jolly Green Gal. Uh, she shows up in this movie again, uh, but this is a different Gamora. We got to remember that mm. because the Gamora six one six that we used to know, mm. uh, she's dead. She died. She got thrown off a cliff uh, by her adopted father Thanos. Adopted by. So Force, is this a Gamora variant? Because it isn't a 616 Gamora. It's still 616 Gamora, I guess right? in a lot of ways it is, but I think the TVA would consider this... Uh, a branch timeline? A, yeah, like a variant that needs to be pruned. destroyed. Mm. Like pruned. Because uh -huh. she was taken out of her time, but TVA's done. Uh, or it's different now. Uh, so the, the Gamora that we knew, we saw the character development with, she died. She's at the bottom of Voromir. Mm. Uh, she's crow food. I don't know if they've got crows. Crow food? Yeah, yeah, they're going to eat her. They're carrions. Mm. They eat uh, the dead stuff. Uh, so in Endgame, of course, we, we got a new Gamora who came to the present day with Thanos who uh, kind of came through the little time tunnel. Uh, and this Gamora has no idea who the Guardians are. She hasn't met them yet. She's from 2014, right? Uh, so we can think of this Gamora as like a completely new character uh, that will need to be reintroduced or introduced mm -hmm. to the first time with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though they know her and they think they know her, uh, they don't even really know who she is. And even like Nebula, 
who killed herself, who killed the past version of herself, mm. she doesn't even really know this Gamora. She knew her at one point, but now this Gamora has had some new experiences that Nebula has no uh, interaction with. And so Nebula's kind of meeting her for the first time too. Mm. Uh, in some of the Comic-Con footage that was shown at San Diego back this past summer, the Guardians first meet up with Gamora when their ship gets boarded by a group of Ravagers after saying they have, quote, an appointment with Gamora Quill tells Gamora he loves her, and she says, that person wasn't me. Mm. This happened in footage that was shown at Comic-Con mm. uh, that we heard about. We didn't really get to see it. But it seems like from that Comic-Con footage, Nebula is the one that found a way to get in touch with Gamora or like set up this appointment. Uh, and our thinking is that after Adam Warlock attacks Nowhere, that seems like that might be what might be happening here. The Guardians need information and help, to, and they turn to the Ravagers, the only other people in the galaxy that they can turn to, right? This group that has a lot of ties to them uh, via Kraglin, via Quill. They have a history with the Ravagers. But it also seems like Gamora, because in that footage, she's wearing a Ravager suit. So it's not even like she's just hanging with the Ravagers. She probably has taken them over. Mm -hmm. She's a very driven individual. She, she has a sect of them right. or a group of them under her mm -hmm. leadership. Because yeah. this Gamora was like working with Thanos. And I say working with, with loose terms because mm -hmm. we even know in the first Guardians, she was not really aligned with Thanos' mission. She was like kind of scared of him, couldn't really run away, and was working with him, but was also like, I found the Soul Stone, but I'm never gonna tell him where it is. Uh, so she, she was already branching away from Thanos, but the type of stuff she does is the kind of stuff that like the Ravagers like to do, right? Mm. They like to pillage, they like to attack, mm. they like to take what's theirs. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that she's kind of running with the Ravagers. Yeah, and I also think um, because Gamora, I think uh, me and MT were talking about this earlier today, how Gamora, uh, there was just like this timeline of how Gamora worked and how she found, like how she got empathy and like was a nice person. And I think that was when she hit prison and met the other part of the um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. So it's like this one never went to prison possibly. But also I still think both of them ultimately are striving for a family connection because they didn't have that same family that they had before. So where this new Gamora doesn't have the Guardian, she's making her family out of the Ravagers. And right. so I think it, oh, instead okay. of her taking it over, it's more so like this is because they are family, the Ravagers, especially after the second Guardians of the Galaxy when they split into like sides and sections. So I think this is like they see her as like a sister. They see her as like a mom or they see her as just like a family member versus a leader. <laughs> like when Wendy, when the last yeah, boys meet yeah. Wendy, Basically. and they're like, we need a mother. You be our mother. Yeah. Uh, and she's I like, I'll cut your that. balls off. Uh, I'm not your mother. I think James Gunn is doing that. Yeah, He's yeah. taking that storyline and turning her into Wendy and them into that's, the lost That's boys. very mm. insightful because this Gamora, while she's different from the Gamora we knew, she has the same past. And that's a very insightful thing to say that like Gamora is striving for a family that she mm. doesn't have. She has the family she was forced into, but her family was taken away from her when she was a child. Right. And so, yes, yeah, she wants a family. And maybe, you know, we see in Endgame that she's like, I don't know you guys, I'm out of here, bye-bye. She, she doesn't like the family that, the people trying to pull her well, in. This is like she's another, like, I don't want this that. This is like another family forcing themselves Right, on her, right. Kind yeah. of like Thanos did, right? Yeah. Do you think Thanos ever took her on vacation when she was a kid? Like, he was like, all right, I've been doing a lot of universe mm -hmm. elimination. 
Let's take you to a, to Zanzibar. I, I think, think that yeah. was the vacation yeah. is going to like Xandar or whatever, or where the plan that he did destroy and being like, isn't this beautiful? <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's totally it. Like, it's like a fake vacation. <laughs> he's like, oh, don't worry. We're going on vacation. And they're like sitting in a oh, restaurant. He's looking around. He's yeah. like, there's too many waiters at this yeah. restaurant. Give me get my less giant. waiters. Don't you think that his, his ship must have had like a pool? Yeah. Right? Like there was probably yeah. a game room somewhere yeah. on that mm. ship. Because he's doing it seemed like he wanted her to be miserable, right? Like he no, he like, wants Nebula to be miserable. Right, yeah, he hates <laughs> Nebula for some reason. Um, There's always one in every family. Yeah, I, I, I love all those points you just made. I think that family connection is such an interesting one, right? Like, also, she's a woman who's, like, kind of not had as much agency as she probably wanted in her life, mm -hmm. right? Especially under the thumb of, like, mm -hmm. this giant dictator kind of power-mad right. Titan guy, mm -hmm. right? She's like, not going on dates. Yeah, and, like... The cool thing about being a Ravager, especially if you're a leader of a Ravager, like, they're pretty free people, right? Like, they don't really answer to any government or, or any, like, greater power necessarily, right? They're kind of loose wild cards. Well, they got this dumb code they have to follow where they can't kidnap children. Mm. It's a dumb code. Wait. Wait. <laughs> What? That's do why they got mad at Yandu, because he kidnapped kids. Well, that's, uh, no, go, go. No, I was going to say, do you think that's a dumb code, or do you think there's, <laughs> you know, if there's a, the person? Or? If there's extra kids running around, just snatch one off the street. Okay. Boom, got That's it. Not, that was not an extra kid. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> well, it was an orphan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This also wasn't Gamora's first time being a Ravager, technically. Oh, is uh, that so? Yeah. Tell us, Jessica, after you're done carving out a mosaic on I, the tablecloth. You guys know I need to fiddle with things, and fiddle. I don't have anything but these to are expensive tablecloths. I know they are. They, they cost three ninety nine. <laughs> oh, wait, that is pretty pricey. That is pretty pricey for tablecloth. All right, go off. Um, oh, thank you. So in the comics, there's an early run of comic books that are actually the Captain Marvel comic book line where it's a different planet, uh, different universe. It's like Earth 257 something something. There's a bunch of numbers. Um, where <laughs> Star-Lord is Lord Starkill mm. and he leads the Ravagers that are the Guardians of the Galaxy and Gamora is the one that's like, we need to overthrow this guy. He's a he's oh, a problem. She runs immunity on basically Starkill. because he so yeah on Starkill because he basically was like um, hey he went up to Thanos this in this universe this planet Thanos is actually a peacekeeper mm. he's not a bad guy he's like I only want justice for everything and all he sees the Ravagers are a bunch of pirates and so he's like hey Starkill I'm gonna take you guys in and Starkill's like I'll give you my team <laughs> if you let <laughs> me survive and then Carol Danvers was running the opposite team and they were like yo we don't like Carol Danvers so Gamora was like why don't we all do a mutiny and turn them both in. And then also was like, okay, thanks for turning them in. Now I'm going to wipe every pirate out. And they fight, and Gamora is basically leading. And I think that's a good thing to take away from uh, for the next Guardians because it's like, again, what I said about family, I think we'll just have a, like, a really consciously good actual Gamora just for the Ravagers. Kind of like in What If, what we saw with T'Challa as the Ravager. I think it's like this, Rav th this Gamora is going to align people correctly in the Ravagers. Mm. And I think that James Gunn is just going to take from that storyline from the comic book just to replace Gamora in this story. Line. I feel like it's easier anyway. It's already written. Mm. I like it. It is interesting because, like, technically, can you have an ethical pirate? Mm. Can you have a good, benevolent pirate? Robin Hood? Robin Hood? Uh. Uh, so, wait, are they only going to rob rich uh, planets and spaceships? Mm. Well, pirates in, in our land, the pirates that we know, the, the buccaneers, uh, they were originally, like, contracted out. They had, like, legal precedent mm. to be pirates. Uh, yes. From the British government. As long as, well, that was as long as they only robbed the Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The government was the like, Red Pirate Roberts famously 
only mythologically evil, but uh, but is actually a nice person, mm -hmm. <laughs> according oh, to yeah. the film The Princess Bride. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Gary the Happy Pirate, a popular children's musician in Rochester, New York. Never seen him do a bad thing. <laughs> I, I heard he don't. takes kids off the street. No, kids. we do not speak ill of Gary on this show. Gary the Happy Pirate is a treasure. I don't think that. Uh, she'll be like great. I don't think there. Uh, to be fair, in the MCU, I don't think there is such a thing as good. I think everyone's the lesser of two evils, uh, because we have vigilantes, mm. and vigilantes are not always correct. Mm. So I think it's just making the Ravagers from a, what the mm. worst part of what they were to a better version of themselves. And maybe it's that, like even like no kidnapping kids, or maybe just like if we're pillaging, we're not pillaging planets that are like mm. refugee planets. Like we're not going for those. Like I think it's maybe yeah. going that way. Cause Gamora's still Gamora, even though it's a new Gamora, it's like she's gonna find that right alignment soon. It just mm. has to, it's like who's gonna knock it into her. Yeah, and like we've seen, we know like Hopefully, most of the Ravagers we recognize are currently living on nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right, as of the Guardians holiday special. Kind of colonizing that, they're a little less wandering the universe kind of a deal. Seems like they found a home. But like we're assuming she is with a group of Ravagers that is not going to be hanging out right. of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Still off planet kind of Do thing. we think Adam Warlock is going to conquer nowhere? Like is that going to be like the Guardians will become displaced once again? I think he's just there to kill them. Ah. And like, if they're not there, he doesn't want to be. Okay. You know, he's just going after them. More of an assassin. So they have to thing. escape yeah, yeah. nowhere, and then he's giving chase. Yeah, because his 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 mommy Aisha is like, go kill these these guardians. They They've stole betrayed our batteries. Me. Yeah, mm. he's like, yes, mommy, I'll do it for you. I hope that Gamora and Peter don't wind up together at the end mm. of this. I don't think they Ruby. will. Well, I told you this. I, I think we talked about I'm it on the break room. room. Oh, I was like, oh, okay. I think we did bring this up on the break room, or at least I did, where I was like. I think if they're open, then we have Kitty Pride coming in the future for Star-Lord, and then we'll have Gamora finding Adam Warlock really attractive because Adam Warlock is the ultimate <laughs> being and is very strong, mm. and this now Gamora is probably like, no, Peter Quill, you're weak as hell. Look at you, man. You're just a, a boy man. And then she's going to look at Star or look at Adam Warlock and be like, now that's a man. That's a gold man. Mm. Plus, Star-Lord's going to die in this movie. Mm. No, he's not. Mm. He's going to die, Tommy. Mm. Ain't nobody dying in phase five. Oh, wait, Cosmo. nobody? What about Cosmo the dog? Yeah. No, I've turned it around. It's oh, Christmas. Okay. Cosmo the dog is going to live in Yeah, oh, Once that hat That's comes beautiful. off, he's going to go back. The actor <laughs> playing Cosmo the dog will die by my hand. Oh, no. Maria Balakloma? Oh, no, no, no. The dog. Oh, the actual yeah, yeah. CGI dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's wow. a human. It's a mo-capped human. It's oh, Andy Serkis. Is that Andy Serkis? Crawling yeah. around on all fours. Oh, I think it's Andy Jerkis from those Avatar ports. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't give him the time of Yes! Uh, yeah. I was, I was going to make a Sigourney Weaver uh, porn pun. But Sigourney's wiener. <laughs> that's a good one. That's I, a good one. I was just going to go beaver. but uh, Oh, that still works. That still works. Sigourney's wiener is a callback to John, John and I and I forget who else. Sigourney Boss, teaser. Right. You get it? I thought we were just all going off of important names. Now. I'm not. I'm not participating. <laughs> Sam Gerthington. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I was trying to get a Sam one. What's the What's the guy who plays Stephen Lang? Uh, Stephen Wang. Yeah, Blowy Zaldana. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, Zoe Kamanya. Oh. All right. Oh. Listen, it's time for mandatory fun. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. I, I was having fun with this. It's time for mandatory fun. The segment so successful that we only run it once or twice a week now. <laughs> Hit the graphic again! Yes. Listen to me, you simps. If you haven't liked this video and subscribed oh, to our man. channel yet, you're absolutely dead to me at Christmas time. I, somehow you got Wi-Fi in your dumpsters. Which is truly an incredible achievement. Kate Skinslet. Yes! Is she an avatar? She's yeah, dude. 
Is she, she learned to hold her breath for like 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she did. Not for Avatar, though. Jerk Mane Clement. Uh, oh, I thought you said my name. <laughs> Gucci Mane. Uh, all right, Gucci uh, Mane. Now, uh, I, can't, I did you guys a little solid last oh, okay. night. okay. I snuck into the Writers Guild of America West. Oh, WGA wow. West. I, I broke in after hours, and I stole some scripts. Some scripts to some upcoming movies. Oh, wow. I stole a script from Avatar, mm. The Way of Water. Mm. Heard of it. I stole a script from The Flash. Oh, The oh, Flash. Okay. No, The Flash. I heard The Flash. The Flash. <laughs> I stole a script from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, okay. And I stole a script from Ant-Man Quantumania. Wow. I stole four scripts. And for mandatory fun, you guys are going to read them. Unfortunately... No, I can't no, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. I have some big Tommy. news. Dr. Nasty has gotten a hold of some emu shins. <laughs> and I'm finally going to get those shins. They have a lot of shins. I've been wanting those <laughs> shins <Zach>, please. <laughs> forever. So Dr. Nasty's going to put those shins in. Okay. Also, I think emu shin, I think <laughs> yeah. she co-started. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just emu shins taking me over. All right, listen to me. I can't be here. Dr. Nasty's going to okay. go to work on me. I did find someone to take oh, okay. over. Well, if you guys good. could just tell the camera what you want for Christmas while I, while I go <laughs> okay, get our, wow. our sub host. Yeah, what do you want for Christmas, Jessica? Um, dude, a lot of things. I want I want my parents to get back together. Oh, oh. I like my parents apart. You're, Brandon, haven't your parents been divorced for like 30 years? Yeah, and they both have already remarried, but who knows? <laughs> Maybe it could work out. Hark! I see my mom for Christmas. A villain slithers towards his maniacal perch. It is I... T. Michael Shakespeare told <laughs> a master thespian. Oh, okay. A man who treads the board <laughs> with aplomb and applause. <laughs> a man who's no stranger to the hard wood and a hard wood, if you catch my drift. Oh. <laughs> Let us read from these scripts. Some of these appear to not be scripts at all and just written stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> Zach, please, will you oh, okay. regale us with a tale of a speedster, the fastest man oh. on earth? Okay, yeah, it looks like it's mostly just stage description. Uh, <laughs> the Flash walks into a McDonald's and makes a beeline for the counter. Mm. He orders a Big Mac, only to find out that it's not available at this particular <laughs> restaurant. Suddenly, <laughs> this McDonald's doesn't have a big man. Yeah, that's right. At this particular McDonald's, mm. suddenly he hears a familiar voice behind him. He turns and sees a high school mascot, a cougar, <laughs> standing in the corner of the restaurant. Wow. The mascot glares at Flash, mocking him and accusing him of not being able to order what he wanted. <laughs> the Flash doesn't take kindly to this jeering, and soon the two are engaged in a heated exchange. The mascot continues to mock Flash while Flash retorts that he could take on the mascot any day. The mascot, eager to prove his superiority, gets up close to Flash and taps him on the shoulder? Mm. That's when all hell breaks loose. Oh. He gets! Flash rushes the mascot, and the two of them battle it out. No mention of Flash being fast at all. In any of this. this is merely a segment of the scripts oh, my oh, cousin okay. stole from the Writers Guild West. The, uh, the two of them battle it out amidst, amidst the shocked patrons and employees. Cheeseburgers and fries go flying, and it looks like the mascot is dominating the fight. <laughs> wow. 
This is this is wild. I also like this is not in any kind of script format. <laughs> just sentences on a piece of paper. Uh, just as it seems like the mascot will prevail, Flash summons his superhuman speed. Okay. Oh, there it is. And lays down some impressive blows, eventually defeating the mascot. Impressive blows? That's one of the reviews from the Avatar porn. As Stop. soon as he said blows, he I looked it was over. Ball. The now humbled mascot slinks away, leaving Flash to bask in his victory. He orders a new Big Mac and savors every bite. Wait, now it's available at the restaurant? Yes! A confounding bit of prose from an artificial intelligence machine. Oh, they did you? Oh, oh, like these scripts could have been written by AI. Okay. Mm. Um, Is that how all Hollywood blockbusters are being made now? I will never reveal the secrets of the silver screen, but a little birdie told me right now they're just entering prompts into computers and letting anything that shits out on the big screen. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yes. Now, T. Michael Shakespeare old. You, T. Michael Shakespeare told. <laughs> T. Michael Shakespeare told, excuse me. Yes. You prefer scripts that are in iambic pentameter, isn't That's that right. <laughs> That's 15 syllables, no rhyming, <laughs> uh, some sort of bodily sound in every, like, mm. a gurgle or a churlish. <laughs> or a gurgle <laughs> or a creak or a lurch. Hey, at least one of those sounds I think. <laughs> the Wired Magazine review of Avatar. Wired Magazine called Avatar The Way of Water a triumph of cinema. Oh, okay. Oh. Do not miss this film. Oh, okay. All right. Jessica, okay. Mm-hmm. will you read this, speaking of Avatar The Way of Water <laughs> script? You'll be playing Omatakaya. Okay. I'll be playing a surprise character. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Do you want me to read this part? No. Uh, nope. You can yeah. ignore the part that we can't do here. Do Yeah. Yes. Please, Brandon. Scene A: A lush jungle planet. A group of Navi warriors, led by the shaman Omatakaya, stands atop a ridge, looking down at a group of Wookies. Omatakaya steps forward. Welcome to our planet. We are the Navi people. The <laughs> I am the Wookiee. It is an honor to meet you. It is an honor to meet you, too. We have heard stories of your courage and strength. We've heard stories of your wisdom and nippleless bodies. Oh we, would, we would like to form a bond with you. Will you link with us? Let's link. Do what I do. We will link with you. The Navi and Wookiees join hands, forming a circle of connection and friendship. As they do, the planet around them is imbued with a new sense of unity and understanding. We have formed a sacred bond with the Wookiees, and together we will stand strong in our common mission. And see! <laughs> wow. wow. Truly, Avatar will take us places we never dreamed possible. I think that Navi would be very attracted to the Wookiees because of all that hair. Yeah, big contrast between yeah. the hairless and the hair of Harry. Truly, hopefully we get an answer to what that hair do in this film. <laughs> I will now read, saving the best for last. Uh, okay, thank you. A scene from Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Fade in. Exterior. Space. Heard of it? Day. We see the Guardians of the Galaxy flying in their ship, the Milano. Music plays as the team is excited about their mission. Wait, they're, they're back in the Milano? Exterior. Planet. <laughs> surface. Day. Aren't they in the Bowie now? The Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> land on a strange planet known as Counter-Earth. Mm. Exterior. Planet surface, heard of it, day. The guardians of the galaxy explore the planet, meeting some of its inhabitants. The inhabitants are initially cautious of the guardians of the galaxy, 
but eventually come around when they realize the Guardians are here to help. The inhabitants, geez, you know, the AI is not very exciting. So. <laughs> the inhabitants explain to the Guardians how their planet is being threatened by a, a group of powerful forces. <laughs> My God, is this Terrence Malick? <laughs> they offer to assist the Guardians in finding a way to stop them. The Guardians of the... I'm just going to skip ahead. <laughs> uh, music plays as the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what? This is all horse shit. This is horse shit, Feige. Horse shit. Oh. Don't throw it at Dashiell. You threw it at Dashiell. I threw it at, Dash, so I threw it at the camera. I'd rather, I'd rather have it's not play. that difficult. It's not that hard. It's paper. He's fine. I'd rather have T. Michael Marlowe here than T. Michael Shakespeare told. Oh. You know, it's a deep cut. Like deep cut. Deep cut. T. Michael Brecht. <laughs> told. Uh, okay, so this is a scene that Tommy stole from the WG West. Is yeah. he, you want to be that character? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. Uh, I'll, I'll read some stage direction, okay? Janet Van Dyne steps into an, the empty restaurant and remembers the last time she was here. She's in the quantum realm at this point. Oh, okay, good. 30 years ago, she and Bill Murray had sex in the back booth. I guess he's playing himself in yeah, this Yeah, I guess world. so. Today... She hopes he'll show. Show what? I think just show up. Oh, okay, got it. Janet takes a seat and orders a drink. She hopes he'll show? Probably full dog. <laughs> he's already done that and he's Spear, being canceled Spear for told it. Uh, Ding dong, Bill's back. <laughs> Janet takes a seat and orders a drink. Suddenly the door cracks open. Bill stands, <laughs> at the, Bill stands at the entrance looking around hesitantly. Janet? Janet gets up, walking towards him as they stand, looking at each other in disbelief. Bill? They embrace in a warm hug. I can't believe you're here. Bill gestures for her to take a seat. It's been a long time. They sit across from each other, warily studying each other's changes over 30 years. I'm sorry for the way things ended. It doesn't matter now. I made a huge mistake. We were so young. But we had a lot of fun. I know. I think about it all the time. They sit in comfortable silence for a few moments, remembering. So... What have you been up to? Oh, this and that. I got married, had a couple kids, started my own business. You? I became a doctor. Apparently, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> they reminisce and discuss the changes in their lives. They look out the window at the starlit night sky and feel a deep connection. The night ends with a gentle hug and a promise of reunion in another 30 years? Why wow. is Bill Murray a doctor? Thrilling. Thrilling outcomes for all four. Certainly, if these are... Things to come for the cinematic slate ahead of us. Naps will be abundant in the next few years. <laughs> Snoozers all! Snoozers and losers, I forecast. I don't think each of these four movies will make $100 at the box office. And I'm never wrong. Quoth the Raven. Quoth. <laughs> never wrong! Are never wrong! Yes? That was T. Michael... Beck Kedger Allen Bow. Wow. Allen Bow. Again, we th we thought those were stolen from the WGA. They might have been stolen from the WGA AI mm. prompts. WGA. Mm. They sometimes used to help write blockbusters. We'll, we'll never know. Um, hopefully, the the films are much better than those scenes made them out to be. Um, we can oh, only hope so much. back. How are the shins? Oh, the shins. Oh. They didn't have emu shins. They only had ant shins. So now I have tiny shins. It feels like no shins at all. Oh. It's like it's the, going to be a shinless It's like the grandpa from King of the Hill that had his uh, shins Cotton shot Hill? Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, hey, we thank you all uh, for watching along with us today. 
Uh, we've got some really fun stuff coming out on the channel. Of course, you should check out Tommy and Jessica's Transformers Rise of the Beast mm, breakdown yes, that came out yes. yesterday. Uh, the roof. Anna has a, a second uh, Mario trailer breakdown that's out on the channel right now. And Eric Voss has a Last of Us Eric, come trailer on breakdown. Come on, show your face. Oh, here he is. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, he's not showing his face. He's not showing his face. won't show his face. It's him. Ah! Oh! Oh! oh, oh, it's Pan's Labyrinth. I'm a clicker. Oh, 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 he's a clicker. Oh. It's a Last of Us thing. Don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a terminology. A rare boss sighting. Uh, hey, hit Harry, come on screen. No. <laughs> hit that like button uh, for a Yeah, hit yeah. that like button, subscribe, <laughs> no. um, and, and check out all those and other great videos. We've got some other great uh, Gardens of the Galaxy videos that are out on the channel now and are coming yeah. out soon. A lot of cool content. And again, come back, uh, come back every day. Especially come back Friday for our holiday yeah. party. We, uh, did, we did get some super chatters, and I, it's hard to figure out who did, so we just want to give a general thank you to yeah. anyone who sent in a super chat today. We, we're having a little technical malfunction. We're not 100% able to identify who you are. We will figure it out, uh, and I will probably be tonight in my evening prayers. Thank you. <laughs> Straight to my Lord and Savior. That's right. Josh Allen. Oh, yes. Um, uh, but we, we thank you so much for watching. We hope you have a great rest of your evening and a great rest of your week. Goodbye, everyone. Let Keep us get us. Bye. Bye.